0: This episode of the Golf game Podcast on the Sports Gable Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you'll get a risk-free bet for up to $500. Bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so you get the details at winnbet.com and download the app today. And we're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store and go download the app today. All right, welcome back, DJs, for the U.S. Open Recap and Travelers Championship Preview. It's your boy, scratchy Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, what's up, baby? Let's recap
1: this week, and are we ready for the Travelers? Oh, Of course, but I mean, we have a lot to unpack from the U.S. Open, including you, who uh, I, I, I'm going to keep this short and sweet, and uh, you're going to try to do your best, as you have a very sore throat, And uh, but you need to tout, sir, so the floor is yours, go right ahead, tell everybody how right you were. I
0: was 100% right. And yeah. so, But here's the problem with it, right? He, he was the goddamn favorite, right? So, I mean, it's, it's tough to tell a favorite, but the problem is, is like, it's everything else, right? Everybody's like, well, it's not the right number, it's not the right number. The only number that matters is if it fucking hits, right? I don't give a shit what value you get on a number. If it doesn't hit, your value doesn't mean Stugats, forget it. Like, it doesn't matter or anything. Like, like, that's it. Uh, 10 to 1, 12 to 1, I think I got him out. I think you said you hedged on Sunday 12 to 1. I had the feeling the guy was amazing before he got taken away by the serial killer and COVID. Uh I, I just had a feeling, man. Just 100% like there's no way he's not going to do it. I almost doubled down Sunday morning when you texted me to hedge and I was like, nah, "I'm good. <laughs> let's let's not tempt fate." Uh but yeah, I mean, what a performance like just John Rahm, he's number one in the world again. Let's hope he keeps it for more than a week than he did last time. But holy shit, man. 17 and 18, just steady steady Eddie on the back nine while everybody else was collapsing and shitting their pants around him. He had a couple amazing par saves uh, chipping out of that crazy area uh, on that par three up into the fringe and putting it. Like, just fucking stones. Not a backdoor top ten, man. Witten took that major and grabbed it and took it away and I couldn't be happier uh uh, listen, you know me. I love Johnny Rom, So fuck yeah, man! I was I was pumped, man. I was so pumped.
1: Well, I, I couldn't be happier too because it was the last the days leading before that. We were talking a lot. Oh my god! And it was dark days for you. Dark days. I mean, it, it, I'm very glad that not only did everybody get the hat, you know, the fairy tale happy ending with John Rom winning the U.S. Open. You also got the fairy tale happy ending because it was pretty bleak. Like, I mean, and and it was it was going. we'll talk a little bit on our backs at the end. But like, I mean, it was it went pretty wrong for me, too, for a couple of th- points of it. But I, I, it got me started thinking, like, like, how often in golf does this fairy tale ending happen with this? Like, I mean, like, I can't remember a time I, I can't remember the last time there were all these narratives that just worked up perfectly for right. everybody like. Like how many times did like Brandon Chambly go on like Golf Channel and like you know wax poetic about a golfer? and He's just always wrong. Like and I and I sat here on Monday and Tuesday yep. and he went on for five minutes about why Jon Rahm was just destined to win, and he ended up winning. Like I, I think it's just like like going back to Tiger days. I think that's the last time like somebody actually fulfilled the destiny yeah. of like all the like of all the pre-tournament like hype. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, but listen, like. This was the first time he was actually in the mix he for a win. It. Yeah, absolutely. He cashed in, he so. was great as everyone fell around him. And we will get to a lot of oh. those, those implosions. Which, uh, listen, I, I hedged a little bit on Rama Sunday, I was in a very good position about nine holes in for a bigger <laughs> thing. That's okay, I'm a very Generous and a good friend to you. Yeah, you. Didn't want I'm glad your boy ended up in the trunk of a car. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want really to have to do this podcast solo. You know, so I'm glad that some of the wealth went your way at the expense of mine.
0: <laughs> That's so, all right. I think, you I, think
1: you, I think you did okay anyway. Oh, I will get to my Sunday. My Sunday turned around pretty nicely. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, congratulations to John Rahm, uh, major champion. Uh, I want to ask you a question, too. Like, this yeah. is the popular hot takey question. Um, over under three and a half majors for John Rahm in his career? I'm going to take over. Okay. He's so young. He's so young. Okay. That's a lot of majors. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, I mean, like DJ only got two. Speeds well, only D- three. DJ
0: should have had three if he didn't fucking three putt. Well, that's he a, that some that's time. the thing about golf, though. No, I know. I know. No, I, I, I think I think I think Rom is much farther along in his career at his age than DJ was. Ah man.
1: Well, you know what? DJ was a late, a little bit of a late. Yeah. I don't think he started hit the scene until he's about twenty five. You say, you know what? You're right. Okay, yeah. he has a bigger head start.
0: Yeah, and and I think I think for all the bullshit he gets for being a hothead and why I initially fell in love with him, right? Like uh, obviously, like blowing up and just losing his temper and everything. I mean, dude. I mean, he he couldn't have handled the last three weeks better, right? As far as PR wise, right? Like, who knows what goes on inside his head if he goes home and smashes shit? I don't fucking know, right? But as far as like PR wise and stuff like that, like he handles it perfect. Like even. I, I know other people have talked about it. Like, I know I was mad about it when he, when he lined up on, on 18. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you lining up over there? Like, no, like, at least get mm-hmm. it closer to the hole. But that was the mature, right decision, right? It really was. Like, yeah. I would have I tried to stick it close and put it in the fucking water. That's what would have happened for me.
1: No, I mean I, I think he had a great week as far as the PR stuff. I like I think someone asked him about his temper on Tuesday and he, he just like said listen, like this is just who I am. Yeah, And he gave a very thoughtful answer to it. He had a very thoughtful and well spoken yeah. like championship like you know when he was talking there. How about the the flyover too that never came? That was
0: It came super late, bro. And so it was yeah. funny me and cousin Mush were texting and um and he was like, "Yeah, good job on that flyover." I was literally driving back to the store to go get more beer or whatever. And uh <laughs> and it happened o- over the radio. I don't think it was on TV coverage anymore. And I think whoever's covering the radio was like, and here's
1: that flyover. Finally, once again, there we go. <laughs> no, that, that was pretty perfect. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the number is going to be three or four for Rom. I think that's a good because I, I, I stand here with like how many great young golfers have just entered the PJ Tour within the last two years. Like he's got to compete with all those guys. Like there's still a big group of golfers between 26 and 32. He's got to continue for the next like six years. And yeah. there's everybody coming down the pipe too. Like, yeah, man, I golf's mean, it's really, always golf's really competitive now. Golf is really competitive now, yeah. but here's the thing.
0: How, so this is, like, I know I've talked about this before, right? Like, especially this generation of golfers, right? I, it, they almost seem like NBA players to me. Right. And so, all right. You go out, you win your one or two tournaments, you make all your money, and then you go out and do it. And, like, do you have that drive to be a fucking champion? Right? Or you just find cash and checks and, and, and taking top tens and top 20s? I feel like there's more guys, especially in golf, that are just as happy to win a tournament or two, cash top 10s, top 20s for the rest of their life, but they don't have that drive to be number one. I feel like Rahm is a, one of those special guys who, like, wants to be number one, has that instinct to try and do it. Like that's just my personal feeling on him. I think he is a legit killer, and uh, yeah, that's. The, I mean, that's my take on it. I think I'll put I'll put my I'll put my number at six. Wow, six that's a lot, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, look how like guys are playing now. Phil just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Look how Phil's playing. Like, and now, you know, I mean, look, John Rom's not the testament of health from just from the outside looking, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, like well, I
1: mean, not to get all golf nerdy, but Phil stuck around long because his swing is very long. Yeah. How long is Rom's short little backswing going to Oh,
0: have? it's tiny. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. I mean, look, yeah, that, my, that. yeah, you're right. Like, like DJ is going to have a long career because he has a long backswing. Like, Rory's is actually kind of short. You know, maybe that kind of fades a little bit. Roms is like super short. So I, I kind of worry a little bit of the shelf life with him. But you're right. I mean, he is only, what, 26? Yeah. And he's, he's 25 is 26. Probably. He's 26 because he fit that criteria. That's right. That's I right. will talk about it a little <laughs> bit. And, uh yeah, he's probably has at least 10, 12 years of yeah. prime up before maybe things start going off the rail. But, yeah, hey, listen. Congratulations to him. Um, he has a major in three weeks. Uh, he is also pretty good on Lynx golfs, too. He's won an yeah. Irish Open, and he was in the mix of Portrush a couple years ago before, uh, or, yeah, in 2019 yep. before that Saturday kind of blew up. But, yeah, hey, listen, he just he does a lot of things really well, and that works at Open Championships, it works at U.S. Open. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's an 8-to-1 favorite right now, so <sighs> I know. I don't think you'd be betting that one. I won't be betting that one. And, yeah. and the only reason, I, and everybody
0: who listens knows, I I do not bet short numbers. I had just such a gut, like he's fucking winning this. I bet it immediately as soon as it, like <laughs> as soon as that number came out. I was like, fuck this shit. He's winning. I bet it. I don't care if it's a bad number. And I made a football bet. A football bet
1: finally fucking hit, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, that's congratulations. I think that's one in uh, seventy for you. I'm no, that. it's not seventy. Uh, I, I only joke. do maybe
0: what It's probably one in like seven to eight though.
1: <laughs> all right, I, congratulations to Ram. Um, you want to talk about Louie? God, yeah. that's heartbreak, uh, that man. Heartbreak. That just uh, that is now six runner-up finishes in majors. Can you name them all? By the way, you want to go down memory lane of all the heartbreak with Louie?
0: So, I mean, this week. Yep. And, and he then- played.
1: He played all right on. Until- he couldn't make a. He couldn't make a putt. Over the
0: weekend, he could like Friday or Saturday, he should have been way ahead. Like, really, if he could have made a putt, like they were all ending low, like they were yeah. just all it was just low. Every he fucking was missing
1: one. on the amateur side,
0: yeah, dude. I was like, What are you doing? Like, I don't know, it's driving me nuts. And like, because his driver was money all week, irons were good. And, and then there's this <laughs> driver on 17, man. When he, when he when he parred 16, and I was already like, I had already like. Thought Ron was going to win and he parred 16. I was like, fuck me. I shouldn't have celebrated it yet. <laughs> like, because I, I swore he was going to, I swore he was going to at least birdie 18, which he did, right? But he fucked up 17. But yeah. If he if he didn't go long there, we have a playoff. I know.
1: So, so he won the open championship in 2010. Then that he lost just him just in a playoff God, to God. Bubba when Bubba looks dead, by the way. Mm. And then Louis kind of hit a bad approach. I think he couldn't get up and down. And then Bubba two putted for par. That was a stolen victory. Yep. Uh, He finished runner-up at Chambers Bay. That one was kind of fake, though. He shot 80 the first day, and then he just had an insane three. He was never really in it, though. Okay. So there was that one. Uh, He finished runner-up at the PGA to JT. He wasn't really in that either. He just had a good Sunday. Uh, But he lost in a playoff to ZJ. uh, Oh, my God. I forgot about that At the Open Championship with Leishman. Oh, I forgot about that Louis should have won that one. Zach Johnson kind of took that one. Zach Johnson. Yep. And then runner-up to Phil. yeah. And then runner-up Run, this time. So, yeah. in my head, Louis should have four, which is nuts. He, he, should, have that, he should have two open championships. Should he have, have that give, match 2020. So 2012. Rob Winton took it. I'm telling you. No, Ron went, he, he, Ron he Ron did. But he Louis, have, I, if Louis didn't mess up 17, it's a playoff, and then anything happens. Yeah, anything happens. So, you can't Fine. give him three. I'll give him three, then. Three. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he's never won anything on the PGA like on American soil, but he should have three majors. Like, guy's solid. And uh, so, what do you think? What would you think of that layup on eighteen, though? I hated it. Like, what the fuck are you
0: doing? You or like, you have enough money, dude. You have enough money. Just go for it. Like, what is the difference between like? Is there a difference between second and fifth? No. Yeah,
1: it's it's called it's called five hundred. It's actually between second and fifth. It's like seven hundred grand. <laughs> Oh, dude, I don't yeah. know. You know, many, do you know how many tractors that buys? A lot of tractors. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know, man. I, I say no, like, and even if you miss, you're just going to come up short anyway, and have to chip it up anyway. Like, unless you sprayed it left, like, no, he has to, he has to go for it there.
1: He has to. I think he made a business decision. I think I, you knew his own. Okay. I don't think so. I, I think his his caddy seemed like he was talking him into it. There, that was going in the water. The lie was terrible. There was absolutely no chance he was going to hit the green. The business decision. I I was fine with it, and I was fine with it for other reasons that I will talk about in a couple minutes. (laughs) Let's get to Bryson first, though. Holy fucking shit. So I'm going to let's describe my Sunday, by the way. So not only was it Father's Day, it was my wife's birthday. So I was jam-packed with stuff all day. I had Father's Day lunch. With my grandfather and my father. Uh, and then I had birthday stuff the afternoon. So I had made a plan. That I was going to DVR the final round. And then watch it about one and a half speed. <laughs> from you know. Until I like caught up. So I started. Like, I, my wife is very nice. She's like all right. You did really good today. I started watching at six. Nice. Yeah I remember. So I started watching at one and a half two time speed. Which by the way. Highly recommend it. Do you know how many goddamn commercials you guys had to put up with? Yeah, Holy shit.
0: I smoked. I smoked probably two packs of cigarettes during that fucking open because when they break for commercial, I'll run outside to smoke.
1: It was literally like I would see like five shots, like real quick, and it was good. But it was quick enough where I was getting through everything, and I could see what was going on. Like I could see the scores. I know what they were doing. I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. I should watch like every golf tournament. Like this, this is great. So I was zooming through the front nine and like Bryson almost hits the hole in one. He buries a couple of holes. Rory mates of long putt, And I, and I had, I had Rory at 22 to one pre-tournament. And then I bet Bryson 28 on Friday. And those two were sitting right at the top of the river. I'm like, this is great. Like, here we go. <laughs> and then the back night happened and it's zooming through. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like all of a sudden I, I see like a beer box and everything. So i had rewind. <laughs> I and I started watching everything live from that. So <laughs> so what – I still don't understand. So I think things started to unravel for Bryson on nine because that's the par five. He hit it right against the bunker lip. He didn't birdie that. He had to lay up, and right. then he hit it to, like, I think, like tw- 20 feet. Yeah, and yeah. He couldn't hit the birdie. Right. And then he blasted way right on 12, 12 I 10. think. Yeah. Yeah, because he get up and down. <laughs> and then that 13th hole. <laughs> So, slips on the T box, which I saw actually a bunch of guys slip on that, box. The, on that that I did, too. Rory slipped on that T box, too. Is the worst T box of all time, apparently? How how are people slipping? And he wears, like, baseball cleats. Yeah, yeah. Bryson wears legit metal spikes. Hence, yeah, uh, like, Brooks, he's trying Brooks to, like, spike roll. the shortstop on the double play. That, those <laughs> are the spikes he, he's wearing. Exactly. Like, how how does he slip there? Yeah. And, I mean, then, yeah. That's, and then, like, it's an awful lie. Couldn't hack out then. Puts in the bunker. And that bunker shot over the green was just chef kiss perfect right next to the cellar to box. Yeah, that was great. But my fa- my favorite part of that Bryson meltdown was 17 by far. That was because we've all been there when we have a crap lie <laughs> or even when we don't have a crap lie. And we just hit that cold shank <laughs> that goes 45 degrees left or right, depending on what side you hit on. Yep. I think he hit somebody, too. Oh, did he? I think he I, didn't see I think that. he had a volunteer. That's awesome. It went like right towards a guy. <laughs> and that was just it. Like so that is now that's now the second major in a row that Bryson melted down on Sunday. Having a Kiowa, like he was in the mix yeah. there. I think he was like team. Dude, 11, he, like, he he had the outright lead by a stroke on hole he, nine this week. He had that tournament by the balls. Yeah. Let's let's face it. Bryce, I like I wasn't looking at the odds because I knew like I was just way ahead like bryson must have been like close to even odds after nine. oh yeah oh probably yeah, yeah. You got if he, he wasn't a 150 yeah yeah you got two par fives coming up like all he had to do was just par the rest of it and then like get a couple and he's fine god that's another meltdown for him and like i mean as someone who had a bryson outright like it is what it is i was a little upset about it but um, it was glorious to watch that go up in flames. I was—I—I I, I, I can't say. It. Listen, say we don't have about Bryson. It's highly entertaining. And then Rory, Rory had a
0: meltdown too. Fucking shanking that—that that that horrible that, lie. That lie was—that one I don't so ridiculous. bad. No. there's
1: nothing you can do with that. That movie. was one of the worst lies I've ever I seen. Know. Yeah, there, there's yeah, there was nothing you could do. That of course I was going to get shanked. That, that was that was hard to watch. Because I, for a minute there, I saw glimpses of like Rory Valhalla. I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, he's back. (laughs) He hit that long time like he's back. Yeah. And he was back. No, that's too bad. I'm starting to wonder if he's going to win another one. Oh, he's going to. He will. I think he will. There's a lot of scar tissue now.
0: Yeah, but like I don't. I mean, I mean, other than that one lie, I wouldn't say this guy. I mean, he missed. He missed. He burned a lot of edges, man. He, he missed a lot yeah. of punches. There's a lot of guys, man. A lot of guys who do that, though. Like, and, and Rory, I think Rory will win another one. He still hits his wedges so stinky, too. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, whatever. I know, no, like, here, that, no like near that, as bad as Bryson. Bryson can't hit. Bryson like, looks I, like me, fucking shooting an 80 odd shot.
1: I know, but like Rory, when when you start to bet, you start to know when Rory's got it. When like he's got that 110 shot, he's hitting it to mm-hmm. like eight feet. Yeah. He doesn't do that a whole lot anymore. So he like if he really wants to, like, get back on top, that's what's got to get fixed. So, but, I mean, listen, he was in the mix. He actually has a really good open championship record, too. Um, I think he's like 12 to one, though. So we'll see uh, anything he wants to hit on. Like Brooks got in the mix again. You yeah, know, He couldn't hit a putt on the back nine either. No, he could not. He putt, he's been putting pretty bad for a while now. Like that's been his
0: bugaboo. Yeah, so. it, I wonder what uh, I did, what was what was strokes gained putting over that weekend.
1: I don't know, but I mean every time I was zooming through the coverage he was missing another putt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, I feel like he, he left he, he burned a lot of edges too.
0: He left himself in a lot of bad spots though. Yeah. So I I, I listen, I had a Brooks I had a Brooksy ticket too. And I was yeah. like, Oh, here we go. Like he he was making that run. He was three under with what, three to go. Right. And yeah. I was like still get the power five. I was like, he can post a I was like, he he can post a five. He could definitely post a five, and then nothing.
1: Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's he's been good at the open too, and I think he's like fourteen to one. So we got a couple only a couple weeks in order to you know get there. Uh, anybody you want to put on a boat? <sighs> I'm not
0: too far away from it. I can't remember who, who was I who was I screaming about? <laughs> uh, everybody on Friday and Saturday. That sounds right. Oh yeah. my god! Like what a utter disaster! Like what a disaster! Like I have I have never. Ever had such a bad fucking matchup week, so yeah. bad, so yeah. bad. I think I was golfing on Saturday, and I texted you. I was like, I don't even fucking know. Just tell me who to bet. I don't even want to look at it. Just tell me. That blind- I'll blind bet it. Like, yeah, I don't we, even-
1: we went five hundred on that one, but it was a stressful five hundred. I was, <clears> getting, <throat> I was getting really aggravated, at Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm like, dude, Fleetwood sucks. Say, get your fucking act together. <laughs> yeah, so and fun. he did. He was he had being two over. Fleet was four over, but yeah, yeah. Cant- Cantley was. He had an even par, but he was sh- crappy all day, and then he was good on Sunday. Yeah. Um, my pre-tournament matchups were pretty good. Friday, I went zero for four. That, and it wasn't even like an unlucky zero and four. It was oh my god, these are over after two holes zero and four. Oh, I was oh, I think I was. I think you were one in like six or something. Oh, those no, yeah, we we were, we're both, I, de- de- I
0: definitely had more than seven matchups, Steve. It was way worse than that. It was like one in God knows yeah. double digits. It was terrible. Not good at all
1: yeah so yeah i think i went like six and three pre-term but i gave it all back on like friday and saturday so, but you got to pat yourself in the back for. i'm gonna pat myself in the back for a little hey, bit come on so all right i have three things i gotta tell the audience. first of all we handed to you guys on a silver platter what was going to happen in this tournament. We, and it took a lot of work for me to put together those data tables, going through the leaderboard history. I got to talking to you from the web, be like, hey, maybe you're spending a little bit too much time on this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know, but this is, this is important, okay? <laughs> and that's what I do. And it was worth it. And our conclusions that we came to was the best guys are going to win. <laughs> and you got to be really good off the tee. And we have crossed enough five, all the names to five guys. And let's go over the names. Patrick Kelly, who sucked. Didn't belong on the list, whatever. The other four, Brooks was in the mix, Bryson should have won, Rory was in the mix, and John Rahm was on that list. That's four guys. If you just took from that show and just bet all five guys and then not do a single thing, you had a pretty good Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like, all right. this, And a pretty stress-free Sunday, too, because all those guys look like at the end, they're like, oh, they're going to win. So, yeah. so that was number one. Uh, number two, no one does a cut line or a under yeah. over under for a round or like a winning sc- like this guy over here. And this no one true. like talks about it. No one seems to want to bet it. I think like I, I'm the only one who actually does this stuff. No, like if I... you go back and listen to how I broke down that cut line, you know, what I said it was I thought it was going to be plus four plus four. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> how I play how I said I w- and I actually end up. That was my biggest the term. I am doubling up, down on Wednesday night that got to plus 140 on the under. Nice. Was, so I was basically free rolling overall, like going to Friday. Like, and then the round one under 86 and a half, put a bit yeah. bag on that too. That cash easily. I don't yeah, think was anyone really got easy. even close to 86. No one got close. So was, and the number three, my Sunday was pretty good. I, I, I saw the matchups were not going well for me. I just said, you know what, screw this. This is what we're going to do. For Ben Brooks plus 150 at to top 10, that was free money. Yeah. So you're welcome for that, by the way. That also helped yeah. you a little bit of your payroll. Yeah, absolutely. That, Definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah, number two, I was trying to figure out what to do with Louis. I did not want to bet him outright, but I was kind of thinking, all right, I, under 72 and a half, it can p- play a couple ways for me. First of all, if he shoots like 69, he's winning it. I at least cash that bet, and then I get a little bit on him. Two, if he shoots over that, I got pretty much every chaser behind him, so my hour is going to be live. So that's fine. And then number three, there was like this hybrid middle spot where like if he does typical Louis stuff of betting like even par or like one over and can't make a putt, one of my chasers ends up beating him and I catch both and basically middle it. Well, that worked too. Yes. It so, did. you know, to anyone who followed that on Sunday, I posted that in the Slack channel. It was a good way to end the tournament. Absolutely. It wasn't quite as sweet because I was really hoping Rory or Bryson would end winning. But you know what? I am ahead. My co-host still has two functioning legs. We're still doing this podcast and we can safely move on to TPC River Highlands. So, right. w- one last thing. Everybody's been talking about, like, I'm not on social media, but, like, there's the snobby golf podcast community that's saying how bad Tory Pines is. And everybody's like, oh, you guys are snobby. You don't like public golf. Um, the snobby people are right. Tory Pines stinks. Oh, and I, hope you, guys o- I hope you guys watch that golf course. And just realize how it. inferior it is to other places. They Stop it. Do.
0: Listen, all you want for U.S. Open is a uh, tough test. It played. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Exactly what it was supposed I,
1: to do. I, I don't care. It was the first three days were utterly boring. And it's because of the golf course. Like a lot of people want to blame the USGA for like the setup. No, there's nothing they can do with it. Every hole, every par four is literally the same. It's a bad golf course. And it, I hope it's never on the U.S. Open rotation again. Well, I, I hope I see it again. I love the way it plays. Okay. Yeah, well, that means, I, you can just, that means you just bet, bet John Rom. You'll win. Tiger and
0: Rom. Tiger and Rom. Two Whatever. very iconic wins. Like, come on, man. Like, listen. Get down off your high horse for a minute and just, and just listen. Just, fuck it. it was a good tournament, man. Like, it was a good tournament. That's all well, you want. I don't need to
1: be. I don't need it to be aesthetically pleasing. Well, I do. That's how I have to watch. <laughs> That's between you and me. All right. Let's put it to bed. All right. why, don't we, uh, why don't we take a little break?
0: Let's take a little break and talk about WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and piles are happening right now. At WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to a $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions do apply, so you'll get the details at winnbet.com and download the app today. So, uh, as far as golf goes, uh, you can find some lower 20 numbers on Patrick Green. Uh, I know my co-host uh, is, is high on him this week. Uh, he's at 26 right now on Winbet. Uh, oh. Yeah, so uh, so go over there and uh, see if you can grab that if you like Patrick Green, man. All
1: right, Winbet, pay off my governor so you're one of the two sports sportsbooks that operates in uh, my state so I can go bet that number. That's a and great I, number. On and as we were discussing offline,
0: your governor will definitely take a breath. Absolutely. Allegedly. 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 From stories and such.
1: All right. So we are jamming in the Sunday, excuse me, Monday show together. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time breaking down this golf course. I go into much more detail in my article, uh, the premium betting strategies. So why I give you the clip notes version of it. So this is. This was built in 1980 by Pete Dye. It was redesigned in 1989. And and before I go any further on this, a lot of people are calling this a Pete Dye golf course. Stop doing that. They took all the Pete Dye out of it once they renovated it. All the Pete Dye of this golf course is basically under someone's basement right now when they build a bunch of homes over half the golf course. Yeah, this is a Bobby Wee design. It, It looks nothing like a Pete Dye golf course it doesn't even really play like it plays more like a TPC Summerlin it just stop using that like it just and that's just a little hang up of mine stop saying it's a Pete Dye golf course it's like saying PJ nationals is Tom fazio it's not it's Jack nicholas golf course now so all right that's my little sidetrack this is 6800 yards this is one of the shorter setups on the PGA tour it is uh bent poa greens uh they're about 5000 square feet in uh, area, that's about average, a little less than average uh, for PGA Tour standards. They run about 10 and a half on the stint meter. Um, you got ryegrass rough. Uh, so, I mean, a couple of stats like generally how this tournament goes uh, it's a pretty high, uh guys hit fairways at a pretty high percentage of this place, mostly because. You know, either you got guys who are pretty accurate off the tee who can just hit a bunch of fairways. There's a little bit of room to operate. Or you got longer hitters who are clubbing down because just where some of the optimal places are to hit into greens, they have to club down. Uh, greens are usually, the green regulation rate is pretty high, usually here. Usually the greens are pretty soft. A lot of guys are hitting shorts and mid irons into greens. That's a little easier to control. So, you know, there's a couple shorter golf courses where there's a high rate of fairways hit and a high rate of greens hit. One of them is TPC Summerlin, which is what Bobby Weed – that's the other Bobby Weed golf course on the PJ Tour. That's a really good comparison. There's a lot of good crossover of those leaderboards. And this leaderboard, Pebble Beach, there's a lot of good crossovers. That's another short course. That's a Poa – those are Poa Greens. Like Spieth has won – Spieth has won both. Uh, DJ has won both. Daniel Berger's won Pebble. He finished runner-up to Spieth in uh, – 2017. There's a there's a couple other guys who crossover Kevin Streelman's done good at both. So, there's a lot of good crossover between Pebble Beach and there. You know, some other golf course you want to look at like TBC Twin Cities, that's one with, you know, it's only 7200 yards on the scorecard, but a lot of guys hit fairways and greens there. Same thing with Detroit Golf Club, PJ West, that's an actual peat dye, not this RC Cola peat dye, which is what TBC River Highlands is. Um And then I think there's one more that I'm forgetting on the list. You can go check out my article. So I mostly tried looking at, you know, guys were pretty good at those types of setups. Um, You know, I looked at guys who generally don't get too much trouble off the tee. Uh, It wasn't the most important thing I looked at, but, you know, I I just, you can't really be spraying it all over the place. It actually is a penalty to be in the rough. It's not because like the rough is like three and a half inches is kind of thick, but it's more the penalty of if you're not really hitting from the fairway, you're not hitting many greens. So you got to at least be, you know, kind of accurate and, you know, not get into much trouble. And then just guys are really good with their mid irons and short irons like that's It's really going to come down to how you hit those clubs. And then it's been raining for the last couple of days in the Northeast. Greens will be really soft and receptive um usually with slower greens uh better putters tend to do a little better so it's guys who hit their mids short irons pretty good it's going to turn to a little bit of a putting contest that's the general strategy i kind of went with this week so is
0: it gonna gonna be a putting contest or like a short iron contest
1: it's gonna be both it's gonna be who can bet hit their short irons and mid irons the best and then who can hit the putt
0: and so you're from you play up there still so do you play on polo up there
1: yeah, we play on PO all
0: the time. So so what is so what's the difference between the POA out there and the PO on the West Coast? So
1: this is a bent POA mix, so there's a little bit of bump to it, but it kinda rolls a little truer here. So generally like the better putters are gonna you know, rise above the top. Whereas with Poe last week, you saw like they were bouncing on the green. Oh my like, <gasps> that's what that's what fucked Brooksy on one putt. You can right. see it fucking go, you can bounce to the right. I was like, oh. Yeah, it, 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 the California greens kind of level the playing field out there. This this is a different bent Poa mix. Like, so better putters, like, you're going to have to make some putts this week, and the ones who are actually pretty good at it, they'll have a little bit of an edge. Nice. All right. All right. You want to get to uh, $10,000 range? Fucking do it, man. All, all right, right, break it down so, first. All right. So the ten thousand dollar range, we got
0: oh hold on. Son of a bitch I'm at the wrong fucking window. All right, so we got so we got DJ at eleven four, Bryson uh eleven one, Brooksy ten seven, Cantley ten four, and Reed ten thousand. Honestly, like I can't see any of these guys being checked into this shit, man. I can't. Like uh, uh, Bryson, after that fucking meltdown at a major, I'm surprised he hasn't withdrawn yet. Um, Brooksy we already know gives no fucks about it. Serial killer can't lay. Who knows? Maybe he will. DJ won this thing last year, but like we said, offline doesn't count um, because it was a much stronger field and it was coming back from COVID. Patrick Reed, I guess, is fine. I don't know. Honestly, like like I've done a couple builds trying to get can't lay of all people. Into, into my lineup, just because he does everything well, and nothing great, and it seems like a nice safe play, and somebody who could actually go out and win it, uh, but I, I don't like the build with it, I don't like having to get down where I need to get down, so I actually like, I love the $9,000 range more, I'm, I'm fading everybody, really, like, if, if I had gun my head, if I had to play one of them, I guess it's Cantlay.
1: Okay. Alright, I mean, if, unfortunately for me, I, I mean, The chalkier options are Bryson, Cantlay, and Reed, and I think those are probably my favorites of this range. Like I actually disagree. I think Bryson is going to be checked in this week. Think so? Yeah, yeah, I think he's brought. He's going to be upset about what happened last week. I think he's going to take on this golf course. Like Bryson, kind of shows up these like kind of midsummer crappy like northern yeah, North what's Eastern that one right
0: he what's, what's the one he wins in michigan all the time the and mortgage yeah which is next yeah. week by the way which <laughs> oh, actually yeah. is a very
1: good comp, golf course comp to this place so there's a lot of aggressive lines that Bryson can take like on number nine there that's the one that's like <laughs> it's a 90 degree turn and it's only about like 260 in the middle it's supposed to leave like a 200 yard approach on the green and guys just bomb it over the corner and they have like 40 yards to the green so, I mean, like, there's, you know, Bryce can show up there. There's a couple other holes he can take aggressive lines. Like, Bryce can really eat up the front nine at this place. So, if you want to spend it to one on him, I think he's going to do pretty well. Uh, I mean, Cantlay, like, he had a bad Friday, but he was pretty good over the weekend. He's good here. He's good at those other comp courses I mentioned, like P.J. West, like TPC Summerlin. He's pretty good at Pebble Beach, too. He's been good here. Like, so, like, he just tends to eat up these shorter, like, bent POA, like, you know, kind of like Bobby Weed, Pete Dye-style tracks. I like him. You know, I think I, Reed kind of ended at a high note, too. There's been a couple winners in recently that they didn't really play all that great at the U.S. Open, but then they had a good Sunday, and he was, he was at the carry over to Momentum to the Travelers. He's okay here. He's been good at some of our comp too, so I, I like him. But, I mean, I guess if you want to go up here and you want to go contrarian, I would probably go with Kepkin said I can see that being like more like a T-12 type finish, like which isn't great. Not but for I think he's gonna, I, I know, but I think he's going to be better than DJ. Like, I think the only reason why DJ is here is because he won last year. I know that's the narrative and everything, but I, yeah. it, there, I think there is some merit to it. DJ does not play at all between the U.S. Open and Open Championship. Usually he might fit in like one tournament, but he did like he has not played the week after the U.S. Open since 2013. Damn. Yeah. So I I I think he's just going to be here to like tip the cap, say hi to the fans, fulfill his commitments, and say yeah I won here, I should at least be here. And then he's going to see I'm going to take a month off and you know prepare for Royal St George because that's the tournament he almost won in 2011. Uh, And I think he knows that. So I I don't like DJ at all this week. Uh, I I mean I think for DFS purposes I've been liking starting with Cantlay, Reed, Bryson's a little too rich for my blood, but. I mean, I'm not really being helpful here. I like the chalky options.
0: <laughs> that's all right. We can get different somewhere else, man, because I, 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 when I go through these options, I, uh, when I looking at my bills this week, I'm like, fuck, I like all the chalk up until. But but I, I, I do differentiate down to 8 and 7K, so.
1: Yeah, I, I, I did too. So, all right. I don't think there's anything left here. No, so, nah, uh, nah, we're good. Why don't we move on? So, uh, all right, $9,000. You got Paul Casey, $9,900. You got Shady Sky Shuffler, ninety six, six. Uh, you got Kevin Streelman, 9400 which is that's, <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, yeah, Matthew Wolf, which oh, we didn't even talk about him the US Open. No, no, uh, no. I know, I know. Good to see him back. I was kicking myself. I'm like, how the hell did I forget? Why did I just put 201 on him pre tournament? The fact that he just showed up. But didn't I remember? I said it all
0: on the podcast. I was like, yo, I was like, I, I was looking for a top 20 Matt Wolf, but the number was too short. It was only like four or five. It was like, he was like 200 to 1 to win. He had a win, but he wasn't going to win.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, it looked like. He was gonna win for a little bit. Stop it.
0: The, but he, was, he I was was like
1: one like, off the lead going into the weekend. I was
0: I was pissed at myself for not doing that top twenty, fucking five to one or six to one or whatever the fuck it was. All
1: right. Well, you know what? It's nice to see him it was nice to see him honest about the it what he was going through too and listen, like I'm I hope nobody was calling him soft and weak on social media because you know what? It's golf. That's no one, one does health, that. I thought it was a big deal. All right. And the kid was clearly screwed up yeah. and he got through it and he's playing good golf. The kid's ultra talented. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all right. That's side He's nine, 300 bucks. Tony Fino, nine, $200. Abraham answer, 91, Joaquin Neema 9,000 bucks. So listen, everybody's going to Paul Casey this week for good reason. He should have won yep. this tournament twice. Bubba ripped his heart out twice. <laughs> this place. Uh, I mean, there's, love on answer people want the bounce back he is a very good golf fit for this place nope. you know, same thing with neiman too like they tend to do well in these you know northern track golf courses. he's got a good course history here i think he finished fifth a couple years ago he also has done pretty well at some of their comp courses i mentioned listen if that's where you want to go chalk i will not fault you for both um i think i want to talk about more guys i don't like okay I just think with Kevin Streelman, I understand on paper it's great. He's, he's good yeah. here. It's just ninety four hundred bucks. I can get the same thing out of him. I think a thousand bucks less. So, okay. I, I I I think that price is a little too high. So, I mean, he's been playing insanely I know, well. I know he has, but Brian Harmon also has been playing great. Six hundred bucks less. I mean, Charles Hoppin's been playing good. You know, but Harmon does it with his fucking putter. That's not true. He's been doing a little bit with everything. So. We'll disagree on that one. Then. And it's not a thousand dollars less; it's eight hundred dollars less. Okay. Well, all right. You get C- you get C- <laughs> for eleven $1, hundred bucks for nine hundred bucks less. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you for Seawoo C- Yeah. Not with DFS. All, all right. Well. Fine. Okay. <laughs> no. Well. Um, I'm actually off Scotty Shuffler this week. Yeah, I'm gonna too. I'm fading him, and that's my boy. I wrote I actually put a top ten on him like right before the ah. tournament started. Yeah. That was a very good move. Move. He did well. I was on him at the memorial. He almost said, "Well, here's the problem with Scotty. He did this right after the U.S. or after the PGA, and then everyone was on him at Colonial. Like, oh, that's the Scotty golf course. Like, I'm hearing a lot of the same things that I heard that week. It's pretty bad after that tournament. Maybe there's something to that. He also has not done. I mean, like last year's Travelers was kind of weird. Like the cut was minus four. He missed on the number. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But at these other short golf courses, besides that T3 at PGA West, he's not been very good. Hasn't been good at Pebble. Was not very good at, at uh, PGA West this year. Wasn't – hasn't been very good at Summer, Summerlin either. Yeah. So if I'm looking for somebody to fade in this range, given that he, like, you know, he already showed that after, like, a top ten in a major, he missed the cut. At a golf course, that should have been good for him. And I'm not really seeing that, like, he does well at these shorter tracks i'm off him this week okay. and everybody's on him so that's good it's me against the world um i can make a case for matthew wolf here i mean like he hasn't been good in five rounds it's only five rounds but he's been very good at some of the other places i've mentioned yeah. so like he almost won tbc summerland that's a bobby weed the true architect of this place by the way not Pete Die. i know jesus relax I was
0: going to get eviscerated on a Monday morning at a fucking like 9.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, that, that,
1: that, that triggered <laughs> me. So, um, yeah, listen, I mean, like, he already done well there. He did well at Rocket Mortgage. You know, that's another similar type golf course where a lot of guys are hitting fairways, a lot of guys are hitting greens. He can take aggressive lines off the tee. You know, I could see if any, And, like, no one's on the ownership because I think people are thinking last week was a fluke. So there's that. And then, I mean, if everybody's really off fee now... Like he's been okay here. He's been pretty good at some of the golf shorter tracks I mentioned, like Summerlin, PJ West. He's been good at Pebble, like he's been good at Troy Golf Club. Like, you know, he's not just like he can do a couple a lot of our things. If the ownership's pretty low and everybody's off him, you know, he like and I look at last week, the problems of Tory Pines, it wasn't the putter because you know that was actually what's been bugging him. It was actually T D Green. He sucked, which is an anomaly, based on what he's having, he actually fixed the putter a little. Bit. He put pretty well in the boa.
0: Hmm.
1: Is that fixed now? Maybe he found something. Maybe he get the ball striking kind of back. I don't know. I think for DFS, I'm willing to take a shit a shot at him. So not <laughs> slip. Yeah. There <laughs> All right. Well, that's my full break of the nine thousand range. What do you like?
0: Uh, so listen, I'm I'm done ignoring uh, Casey on tracks that he's good at. I I think last year I tried to get cute at the Valspar. That shit did not work. Um, So he's good at this track. He's playing well. Whatever. I'll take him. Uh, So I like Strelman. I mean, he's playing really, really fucking well. And I get the sticker shock to it. That's fine. But the sticker shock should be at Matthew Wolf too. We've seen him once in how long. It played fucking well. And now he's all of a sudden 9,300 again. That should be the sticker shock. Like, a couple good rounds, don't make it. Like, especially at a track that you know he's going to be good at.
1: I think yeah. I, I think I hold the pedigree of Matthew Wolf a little higher than Kevin Streelman. No, that's that's I fine. Think that, I think that that's why I'm fine with ninety three hundred like I look at Wolf and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you no, I'm not, yeah, you know, this, I'm not yeah. arguing the pedigree. I'm I'm talking about
0: current form and like eh, listen, it, it's a it's a little soon to see Matty Wolf back up here at ninety three hundred. Okay, that's um, fair. Uh, I'm with you on answer, chalky as shit, but whatever. Like this is like you know me, I like him. Um Neiman, same thing. Like I think the only so I love the $9,000 range. I, I, I like Casey uh, a lot. Like I, like I said, I just got to stop ignoring the spots where he's good. But I'm with you. I, I'm fading Scotty Scheffler um, for all the reasons you said. Plus, plus, he's fucking And That shit is real. That is <laughs> as, true. As we found out. And, I, and I'm not playing Matty Wolf, man. I'm sorry. Like it, it, For DFS, like I just can't. Like it, The price tag's too much. He's too fall. He's a great score. Like, Typically, like I love guys like that, where I'm gonna get birdie, 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 bogey, 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 birdie, birdie, birdie. Like I love that shit for DFS, but I just don't don't trust him yet, man. I just don't. So okay, that's uh, that's
1: that's a fair take.
0: Yeah, and uh, so give me one more week with him. Show me something once again. And listen, Matt Wolf is on all of my season long, season long fantasy. So please, God, come back. Please, God. Do you,
1: do, do you know that I'm uh, on one of those season longs, I had Russell Henley and Matthew Wolf on one oof. of those? We are sitting pretty on, on Saturday with that. I know, That's so what I got. Then what the hell? Yeah, I got one John Rom team. Yeah, uh, I, had a, I had a Rom team too, but it was with like Tommy Fleetwood and a bunch of garbage. So I, I, didn't I, have, help. A D, I have a DJ and
0: Rom team thinking I could beat in all majors if I could stuff them in that way, that team has not worked out. That's why Although,
1: you're 900th. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's Wesley Bryan's fault.
0: It is Wesley Bryan's fault. Uh, I should have went Francesco uh, Molinari. But I was like, this is the way this guy's going to play. But hey, I'm like dead middle of the road with the Mayo Cup now. Let's go. Not There you go. That's it, dead middle of the road. That's all I needed. Uh, imagine, if I did, imagine if I didn't forget to put in four tournaments. The um, –
1: that's kind of sad, by the way, that you're about the same standings as I am in the Mayo Cup. And I've actually yeah. been pretty consistent, just yeah. I'm, I have not gotten a single yeah. win in that you thing. Just,
0: you just you just emotionally abused me into being like, I don't even need to make a pick. Yeah. You're a bully, Steve. You're a
1: bully. Alright, well, fine. You know what? Then I guess you're probably all the way on top then. <laughs> no, right? yeah. Alright. Just... <laughs> I, think, I think we'd be at this range. Why don't we move on? Yeah, that's fine. Alright, so $8,000 range.
0: This is interesting. Once again, I really wish DK would make this a little bigger of a range. Uh, So Bubba who's won here multiple times. Harmon decent history here. Smith Hoffman, Siwoo, Rose Henley, English Leishman and Adam Scott. So I mean dude listen I mean why not take Bubba? I mean the fact that he even made the cut at a fucking US Open and then whatever he could fall through on the weekend all he wants but I didn't even think he was going to make the cut. I'm pretty sure I made a bet that he wasn't going to fucking make the cut. Um, Likes the track here. Whatever seems to be fine. Cam Smith is... No one is playing Cam Smith. No one. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to Cam Smith uh, on that. Siwoo, I, I have bets on him. I'm not, I'm not putting him in my, in my lineup even because it's not a Pete P-Tie track. Uh, <laughs> Justin yeah, Rose... He's played okay here, though. Yeah, he came in 11th. I know.
1: I know. And he's playing well lately. He's
0: been playing all right. All um right. Justin Rose is who knows he's fucking not playing well at all. And Henley, I feel like is, is I feel like after last week it's going to be too much. I'm going to stay away from him. I feel well, he's going to be mentally exhausted. Um, English, whatever. It, like I don't give a shit what happened on Sunday. Uh, like luck boxed into a top five, top ten. No thank you. Um, Scott, no, no. I'm done with Scott. He burned me last week.
1: Okay. Can so I, I make guess, it? All yeah. right. I'm sorry. You finish. No, no. I was just going to say. So, I guess
0: Bubba, Cam Smith are my two guys. I guess, you know, I'm going to fucking play SeaWoo eventually. I'll talk myself into it before the fucking Thursday. So, I guess I might as
1: well just chalk it up and throw okay. in there, so. All right. Can I give some intel by Russell Henley yeah. and why you might not want to count him out this week? So, yes, there is the narrative about, oh, well, you know, he's mentally, you know, tired and everything. He's not going to compete. Well, there actually is a blueprint for him to bounce back. There's actually two blueprints. So, first off, remember that CJ Cup last year where he blew the 54 hole lead? He was right there. And then everybody kind of counted him out the next yeah. week with the Zozo, which actually was a track that kind of fit him. You know, just you got to hit in the fairway, you know, you know lots of short irons, kind of like this place. Well, he went to the Zozo and finished T4 the next week. So there's some bounce-back potential with him. And there's also bounce-back potential right here at the Travelers back in 2019. You had puny Chez Revy in a sea of bombers at Pebble Beach. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, yeah. You know, just, like, hitting, like, three wood into a of all the par fours. And he finished T3, and everybody's like, oh, all right, well, you know, it's a U.S. Open. He's probably tired. He went out and won the next week. It's possible. And this is a golf course that can fit him. Now, I think, like, I... For DFS, it is risky because the guys who tend to do well here are the ones that weren't really in the mix of the U.S. Open, just in general. So maybe this is a conversation of you just want to throw like a 55-1 outright on him because there is a blueprint. But yeah, I, I, I think people are, if you're counting him out just because of the U.S. Open angle, he has shown he can bounce back. And there is a blueprint to actually come to Travelers after going through a grueling U.S. Open and still doing well. So there's that right. I'm not playing. But, all right. But as far as other guys, I mean, I know it's popular. I love Brian Harmon this week. I know you don't, but like, he's been great here. He's been great. At the other concourse I like, he's really good with his short to mid irons. Like I trust him with the putter. I, I, th- I think he, he like, he fits like there's a certain type of guys that tend to win here and he fits that mold. I like that. I can see that. I'll, I'll give you that. Right, okay. I I like I like your boy Seewu this week. I think the ball striking numbers are starting to come on. Like he's starting to hit his irons pretty good. If he can find a little bit of form with the putter, like I'm not saying go all in with like the with the outright, but like yeah, I think like a T12 finish is definitely in the realm of possibilities from this week. Which is for 8,500 bucks, perfectly fine. What we we'll take that? So I like him. Um, the I last
0: time th- the last time we do this too was Seewu ended up winning.
1: He did, but I'm not going with the outright though. I, I'm, I'm not going all that all in. He's not quite there yet. He's winning the Wyndham. Don't worry. We'll be on him for that. But That's <laughs> in a couple of, This is like, all right, another top 15 finish for Siwu as we like build up the momentum. Um, I'm not really on Harris English either. He's been playing well lately, but again, kind of like Scotty Scheffler. He doesn't really play all that great here. He doesn't play w- really well at all these like other shorter tracks either. Um, Kind of like Leishman a little bit. I know he was bad okay. Tory, but okay. he tends to kind of just pop up out of nowhere. And I don't think anyone's on him this week, right? No, no, fucking no. No, one's, no one's talking about him. Yeah, so that might be a pivot play. And I think this is put up or shut up week for Charlie Hoffman. Like, he was on that run for a little bit. And then the last two tournaments haven't gone very well. This is a track where he's had a very good track record at. You know, like, the still the... The short and long term form of his ball strike is still pretty good. Is that subsiding? I don't know. So, like maybe at his ownership, probably a pass, just because there's some risk. But like, this could be like a last stand for Charlie Hoffman, guys. Let's put it that way. So, uh, and as far as guys, I'm off. I mean, I think I'm off Justin Rose. Yeah, which I mean, just means he's going to do well because he's no, he's, he's not.
0: Justin, nope, he does. Nope, he's not going to do well. I don't although know. although Nagel's basically on Twitter said he was like moving like a slug and was the most pathetic performance he would ever seen, so maybe we should be on him.
1: I don't know. I think I think he has a blind spot to just he, th- he thinks no, he thinks he's injured. How he was playing? Well, yeah. I mean, the back is probably messed up because he's been a he's had back problems for like three years. What did big pussy say? Uh, I went to the doctor. They said I don't know shit about backs.
0: anybody what? get that? Oh no. my god! You didn't watch The Sopranos?
1: I did. But I don't remember that line. That's right, fine. Dude, that was, like, 15 years ago. A, th- a throwaway you, line from The Sopranos? You wish, it was fi- you wish it was 15 years ago. No, it's, like, 2006, right?
0: Yeah.
1: No. no. The Sopranos? The, yeah. the finale? Well, the finale, Big Pussy, got whacked in uh, season two. Okay. You're talking about a throwaway line from a TV show, like, 15, 20 years ago. Come on, dude. Fine, whatever. All right. Yeah. All right. You, you prove my point. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, with Justin, I'm, I'm off him. Um, I'm still off Cam Smith. I, I don't think he's playing very well. I understand no one's playing. him. Mean, he, this is another one that we're like the golf courses don't really kind of fit with him. Yeah. But so, uh, I mean, he's, so this, he's, he's playing bad. He's not playing bad. He Around is, the, pl- he is no. playing bad. No, he is. He's, no. he's doing all with the putter. No. Yes, Dude, he is. He, no, I'm looking a at, a the num- at the memorial. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers right almost- now. At the
0: Memorial, the right he from... lost almost two and a half strokes uh, on putting. He gained three and a half, but then lost all that shit around the green
1: this past week. The PGA, he was fucking three, negative, negative. I'm t- like, Sam like... Smith gained 1.76 strokes putting last week at the, P- at the Torrey Pines. Oh, I'm showing 3.4. Okay, that's total. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, per round, 1.76. Yeah, that's fine. He lost one and a half tee to green. That's not very good, sir. Yeah, no, that's fine. And around that's, the green That's
0: fine around, No no I'm saying that's fine Like right. I'm, I'm not I'm, He's around the green this past week It was insane That's usually his best part It's gonna It's gonna come back I'm telling you I feel it Whatever Got call Got call
1: I'm not doing the charity bet with you But like um, <laughs> I think you're I think Okay you I was didn't... off dude I bet him to miss the cut last week No oh, and I That was another line
0: Cash Thank you <laughs> Yeah exactly I bet him to miss the cut last week So I'm telling you from from what I saw on him with the coverage, I'm like, all right, I feel it a little bit. I feel it Is a little bit.
1: Because, oh, hold on. Okay, we're stopping the show. Why? Is this because he broke a club and now you want to defend the guy? He's part of your little crew. He broke a club? Oh, you didn't see that on Slack? I posted no, that. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 he I, broke his club and threw it into the canyon. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's go. All right. Let's go! All right. You just added it outright at 50 to 1. Wait, he
0: threw wait through. Wait through. Okay, I go, I gotta go look at it. Yeah, <laughs> Who's we'll, breaking we'll down the next it. phrase? Yeah, I will. All
1: right, we spent enough time on eight thousand Why don't we take a break? All right. So
0: uh listen, Core's light, man. It is uh it is one of the best beers. So listen. You know, I know everybody always feels like they're always on. So what do you do when you need a moment to chill and you need to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? And that is Wednesday, man. Wednesday. Wait, today is Tuesday, right? Okay, yeah, Wednesday. All right. So Wednesday, man. Hump Day, man. So listen, man. there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill. And that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles. And cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way, you know when it's always time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's a mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Uh, listen, we got Fourth of July coming up. Be out hanging out at the beach, you know, going to going to see whatever fireworks shows, as long as it's legal in your state, and uh, you can't be uh, drinking IPAs all day. So uh, listen, nothing like an all the all day beer uh, that you can sip and it'll keep you refreshed like Coors Light. So when I need to unwind, Coors Light is the only one I choose. So, when you need to hit the reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly and Instacart. Coors Light Brewing Golden Colorado, and as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's break down to the 7000 hour range. I think I'm going first, right?
0: Um, I think
1: you, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I mean, listen. There's a ton. There's a, there's a couple guys who are popular down here. It's not quite as bad as some other weeks. I'm not going to spend any time with him because it, if you listen to other shows, they've already covered. I mean, I, I kind of like Doc Redman. I think he's rounded in for him. I've always kind of liked him, too. So that's one of the popular guys I like. I mean, I'm always a sucker for Emiliano Grillo. Ricky might be back. He might be back. So I, I'm fine. It's only like 10 percent, too. It's not crazy. But of the guys over 10 right now, those are guys guys. Like, well, why do I talk about some guys that aren't very popular? Okay. Is Francesco Molinari back? No. Why? I don't How know. How do you know? So
0: I feel like we've, we've seen him come back earlier this year. And he see- was good for like four or five tournaments. But all at tournaments that he has played well at? Not
1: necessarily. At least half. Amex? Yeah, he was Amex. okay at Amex. Yeah, A- you're right. Yeah. Uh, he was good at... Was he going to Genesis, too? Mm, I don't remember. I don't know. There were a couple of tournaments he did all right at. Yeah.
0: I so, mean, he always plays well at Tory, though. I mean, it's, it's hard to...
1: Okay. All I'm saying is he's got 1.6% ownership. Oof. He, Oof. He's only played this three times, by the way. Okay. And then one of those times where it was after Tiger ripped his heart out. And the other times was like 2013. So but, I don't think we really know if Molinari can't play this place. Okay. It's not right.
0: about can't play this place. It's just
1: that, like, it seems like he well, was... he is actually pretty good at some of these other shorter tracks. Like okay. He's been pretty good at summerlands. but he did well at PGA West this year. I, I, and for a guy of, like, he tends to do, like, we saw this a couple of years ago when the ball striking is there and then, like, he starts riding that really streaky putter. Yeah. He putt pretty well last week. Like, maybe that can continue. So like I, I see this golf course and I see a guy who just hits every fairway, hits his mid irons, awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: If you find, if he's just gonna hit greens and hit drain pots, like yeah, I think he'd be a factor. He's at one point six.
0: All
1: right. So I like I'll, him. I'll, I'll let you on that island. Okay. Um, speaking of guys, might be hurt. Sam Burns might be hurt. You think he's and, hurt? Well, remember he pulled. You crapped on him at the PGA where he quit. That was yeah. for a back. So that actually was a real in, a back real back injury. Oh, was it? No, no, he did. He, he apparently slipped and fell. He pulled, he pulled the DJ. So and then just couldn't go. And then he wasn't and he Here's why. great. OK, hold on. Just let, let me finish before you start hating. Wasn't very good at Memorial. Wasn't that great last week? I believe in the kid's talent. He's been good here. I, I think I need to see, wait and see with him first. OK, no. So, um, let's see. You're going to hate this pick. This seems like a Kevin Knott week. Oh, this, this is his comfort zone. Tori wanted that. nothing to do with Tori last week. So they, now he's on a 6,800 yard golf course where he can walk in putts. Okay. I don't mind him. I don't hate it. Aaron Wise playing pretty well. He tends to do well in these kind of tracks too. Look, look it up. up. He's Dude. been playing very well. And the putter is actually has not been a disaster. He's been good. Can't deny it. Yeah, that's fine. CT Pan's also been playing pretty well lately. He's good on this track too. Fine with that. Fine with CT Pan. Right. Like C, Ch- C. T Pan. Chez Reevy has been hitting the ball really well lately. Love Chez Reevy. Yep. And then Taylor Gooch has also been playing pretty well too. It just don't why look why is- just don't look at the he's- course history. He's I know exactly. That's the only thing I had to ignore. He's so low owned. How I is Gooch so I low think- owned? Because I think he was in play last week and I think people look at that core history and they're like, No, but I fucking love Gooch. Look at his oh. recent history if you look at his recent form it's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Like there yeah, is and, and, and like there's a lot of guys in this range like under five percent I don't really know why. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, yeah. when I saw Gooch, Gooch is at like under two yeah i actually two percent I love a lot of the 7,000 hour range like and it, like and that's why I'm fine going chalky up top right because I know I can differentiate here with guys I really like
0: yeah you can scatter shot down here no problem Hell so I'm, yeah. with, I'm with I'm with you with Ricky um so I grabbed him what's funny this is i grabbed him pre pregnancy announcement like I think it was fucking like eighty I can't remember was it was him that was eighty to one or sixty six to one one or the other um and, but then apparently he's having a baby. So now everybody's on him. And I think the steam has already brought him down like 50. Um, but I love him. I love Grillo. Uh What do you think about Guido,
1: man? He's good. I mean, look, you were on mind. him last week. I, I was mad I didn't put a top 20 on him. But you know what? You you were, you're drunk ass. Like, oh, I like him. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's been playing pretty well at Boston. I wasn't good. Like, I wasn't drunk. Sunday, you were drunk. Was I? Yeah. You, you were like four or five. And that was, uh, I think not a very good night for you.
0: Oh yeah, I was bad. I was when I fight with the teenager. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Guido, yeah, yeah. Man. yeah it worked out well for you. He's yeah. he was really good. He's fist pumping.
0: You fist Exactly. Fist yeah. pumping, 7200. Cool. I, like, like I told you, I didn't know who, like I think we did the preview show and I was like, not quite sure who this guy is. I know everybody who we listen to talks about him over in Europe. I need you to school me on him a little bit. And oh, did you see that picture? Like Paulina was, oh, see, so you're not on social media. That, remember, I just said there was something else I meant to tell you about social media? Uh, so Paulina was like hanging on Guido and they were taking a selfie together. Yeah. Whatever. Watch out. Watch out, DJ. Maybe that'll make him mad for the week. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever.
1: All right, so Guido's a good player, though.
0: Yeah, that's okay. So I'm good with Guido. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck man, I think we're on a lot of the same cheap players. Are you you on Grio too? Yeah, I like Grio.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a little more chalky, chalky ones, but like, I just just like him. Anytime you go to a golf course like this, I'm gonna like him.
0: And I always like Redman. The only thing that scares me about that is he's a little chalky. Um,
1: I mean, I'm not going all that deep with him, but yeah, like I, I don't love the outright number, but he's no, no. He, I, I think he's back. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. playing really good. He hits his he's been hitting his irons really good lately, too. Yep.
0: And no, no EVR, no kids.
1: EVR's is not in the not in the tournament, which actually made me oh, sad because I, I had a matchup uh, that. So what, did he, his, what, did he, what did he WD? He just WD, I think, like yesterday or something. Yeah. I had a match. I was all I made a big bet against uh him and a match. Uh, nope. What about your boy Gim? You know, my sportsbook actually uh, has him as as a doe gim, by the way, not not Doug Gim. Nice. That way if you lose uh, you're like I didn't I'm, bet on Doe Gim, I bet on Doug Gim. What the what the fuck? I think Doug Gim's hit a wall. Think so? I okay. do. It's it has been great. Okay. So I think I'm uh, going to let uh, our friend up north uh, be the only guy and Doug- get my own for a little bit. Go. All right. Yeah. That's it, though. All right. So what are oh, you? Oh, one more. Th- Kyle Stanley. I mean, just he's been playing good lately, too. That's that's, a, that's another guy who what's his ownership? It's like seven or eight. That's not bad. Yeah. Kyle Stanley. Oh, he's 11. Never mind. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> Kyle Stanley never works out.
0: No. So. All right. Yeah, I so, would, Gucci is so cheap. Okay. <clears throat> Not cheap, but so, so low-owned. It's fucking insane. Yeah,
1: so, all right. I mean, so we like a lot of the same guys. In yeah, I like a lot of the same guys. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. That's going to work out great. Yeah, sure. It certainly will. Polypoodle Poodle, Yeah, poly, 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 you your workout cut off for you. We like a lot of guys in this range.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. By the way, that was, that was probably one of our most scatterbrained segments we've ever had. We just literally just yelled about names.
1: Oh, yeah. We just threw – yeah. It was like a you – know, this guy much. and you get Guido and you get C.C. <laughs> Pan, you get Russell
0: Knox, you get Ches <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was done our best um, right. as far as as far as uh, conciseness, as as we're known for being very concise. Uh, <laughs> so yeah.
1: did an right, hour we're... and a half breaking down ten years of U.S. Open leaderboards <laughs> to tell you that hey, bet the favorites and bet the guy who's best off the team. And, and you know, I only said, waste, was- I, I could have said, I could have spent two minutes on that and wasted everybody's time. You said
0: five guys. I said three guys. That was it. <laughs> that was all the research you needed.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to do a preview. You have some preview next year. Just run that back and be like, all yeah. right, this is the criteria. And literally every single criteria <laughs> we listed, hell's it. Year.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. We're just going to run that back next year.
0: <laughs> we got the week. We got the week off, ladies. This is a major week. Yeah, we're going on vacation though. The, <laughs> exactly.
1: we're going to tell you the five guys and you just bet on that. There you go.
0: Exactly. All right. Six K range is legit. Dumps and diving this time. It is. I I, uh, I don't like a lot down here. Oh, it, just because of the bills, dude. The, the only little diamonds on the rough I found. Ryan Armor. Good course history here. Playing okay. He's fine. What do I need? I need a miscut an Armour can make me a miscut. Tyler Duncan, same thing. Good course history here. Oh, yeah. oh That's right. Scroll I know, down. I know. I know. Scroll yeah. down. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, he is sneaky. He's in the $6,000 range of this shit tournament. <laughs> like, he is not good at these. He's, he's, not, he's not great. And then I'm going to take uh, my boy Oppenheim. Uh, local guy. puts well. It's his local tournament, man. He's going to have friends and family out there, everybody that, in Boston.
1: Apparently, he does not have local knowledge of this place then. No, no. He's
0: missed the cut every single fucking time, man. Trust me. I've seen it. The, uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking maybe he gets a little COVID bump. All his friends and family come out. They drive. It's like an hour. I don't know. It's like, fuck, what happened? Like two hours away from fucking Boston? I don't know. I don't actually know if I've actually been oh. to Half It. Um, but, but the, uh, the whalers were gone uh, by the time I was like six. So, um, yeah, whatever, man. It, it's, it's trash down here. Good luck. I'm baiting all the chalk down here. Like, holy shit. There's a, there's a lot of guys owned over 7%. Is there? Any, is there? Yes. Hold on. I words. didn't even know it. All right. So, who's chalk? Uh, Chase Seifert. Ah, oh, shit. Tom Hoagie. That's fine. They can have Tom Hoagie. Ten uh, percent, fucking Vincent Whaley. Six and a half percent, Tom Willis. Whaley,
1: Whaley's in the field. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Hi. <laughs> yeah. you you're, s- you're buried in blue down here. Seven and a half percent, Ryan Moore. Like yeah, he, he's, been, he's been really. That's all course history. That's yeah. old course history. He's been yeah, so lately. I'm,
0: I'm out on all that shit. Scott Harrington at 7%. He's $6,000.
1: That's not great. So, all, all,
0: that, right.
1: all that shit I avoid. All right. I mean, <laughs> there's some guys. I mean, Danny Lee's been playing okay lately. He's a ball striker. What's his ownership? But he's so crazy. He could, he could withdraw at any moment. I mean, so can Seewoo. He's withdrawn. He's up two of his last four tournaments. Fair. Yeah. I mean, Joseph bramlett has been playing pretty well lately, too. He's done all right here. Bo Hostler has actually been pretty good. My boy, Bo, he played pretty well, I think, at Congaree. <laughs> I think that was his last tournament. Uh, Hank Leviota, same thing. He's been decent here. He's been playing a little better, too. Uh, I mean, I would have liked Chase Seaford because the course history number, and he's been playing all right, but if he's 8%, that's a hard pass. And if I'm going down to $6,400, I'm going back to Nate Lashley. Like He shows up at these types of golf courses, like Pebble Beach. He showed up at Detroit, Detroit Golf Club. Never played here, but he played well, I think, at Congaree a couple weeks ago. Maybe he can ride a little bit of form in order to do well.
0: That's it. Okay. All right. Well listen, before okay. we get to uh before we get to the big short the one and done in the bet and slip uh segment, listen, uh we are brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on the NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap. To see a ticket you like but think the price is too high, submit a bid for your price you think is fair, and then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button, and PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth. Last week, a PropSwap customer purchased a Milwaukee Bucks championship future for $150 when they were down one zip versus the Nets and then resold it for $1,000 after the Bucks won Game 7. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. Use promo code SGP for in your first deposit and receive up to a $500 in cash bonus. Uh, go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Day, Uh yeah, I was very happy to see Kyrie lose. Yeah, like there you guess. That's a scumbag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, my big short, right? Yeah, big short. I mean, I already, I already basically laid out the case early. It's Scotty Scheffler. That's my big short. Like, I mean, I mentioned the fact that everybody's on him this week. He hasn't done very well at some of these shorter tracks. Hasn't really done well here. He has the history of playing well in a major and then missing the cut the next week at a golf course he probably should have done well at. So, yeah, I'm going to face Guy Shuffler. I think he is going to be on the wrong end of every, any matchup you play this week. I think he's going to finish you know, outside top 40 and not help you. Okay. All right. Let's All do right. one and done. And since you are the one and done expert now, <laughs> yes. why don't you lead it off? So, so, who, so were, who were you thinking? And then let me tell you that you've already used them. Have I used KLA? Yeah, you did. Let me, I, so. I, I got to pull it up. Let me pull up Google Drive. Sorry, guys. This is how we prepare for a podcast. <laughs> I don't have this all the way up already. Doo, the doo, problem doo, is doo. we got two so fucking. So here's the thing, though. You technically cheated. How did I cheat? Because you said, actually, hold on. So how did you jump up to like mid, like in the Mayo Cup? I don't know, dude. It was worth like two million dollars. Okay, because you said on the podcast you were going to use John Rom at the Wells Fargo. Oh, oh So hey, technically, you've already used him. So well, that was a tournament you skipped, sir. No, oh, well, looks like uh, looks
0: like that worked out for
1: me. Okay. <laughs> on schedule for so in official record keeping for this. <laughs> You had Patrick Cantlay last week, and you're only sitting at $1,980,000. <laughs> I so, forget which ones we do, man. So I'm still the one-and-done emperor over oh, you at okay. my $4.4 4 So Oh, damn. I caught up to you like that? Yeah, exactly. Because I've actually <laughs> been saying true and taking the guys that I – Listen, man,
0: you you shamed me into just not caring anymore, just being so mean. So I was like, fuck it. And sometimes I forget. I'm like, it doesn't even matter. Steve tells me I'm terrible at this. And then I go sit in the corner and stare at Doc Wall. How's that make you feel about yourself?
1: (laughs) All right. So who do you want to pick this week?
0: I don't know. Hang on. So I still have Cantlay in this
1: thing, too. Have I used Cantlay? Yeah, because you picked Rom last week. But on this podcast, you picked Cantlay. Because you told me I used Rom. No, I told you you didn't use. Yeah. And then you want to use Brooks. And I'm like, why don't you just mush Cantley? And you're kind of mildly successful, although you finished T15 last week. Uh, All right. Now no, I'm confused. Right, here are the guys in this field you've used RH. You've used Shai Scheffler, Harris English, Paul Casey, uh, Henley, Finau, DJ, Ron. Or I'm sorry, Ron's the go. Bryson, Reed, and Cantley. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's Paul Casey. You know I you I no, use I, Paul, already
0: used, like- I used Paul Casey at the Pebble.
1: Oh yeah, you did. You're right. My apologies. <laughs> I, but I haven't used Cantley yet. Can I just use Cantley? for this purpose? You've for the podcast, you've used them. So you can't. Fine. Give me Bubba. <laughs> okay,
0: Bubba Watson. This is imaginary one. I give. <laughs> I give less shits about the the Mayo Cup.
1: It, it's real to me. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, so I'm probably not gonna use Paul Casey again. There because he's gonna go over to Europe after this, and then the only times I would use him would be St. Jude, which I'm probably not gonna use him, or one of the Facts Cup events. Everyone the problem is though, I need to actually win. <laughs> and I don't think Paul Casey's winning. Yeah. Do I just leave Paul Casey on the table? For what? I mean, I could take, take Brian Harmon. I could take Charlie Hoffman. I could take Hoffman. I don't want to take Hoffman. <laughs> I'll make my stand next week. Give me Paul Casey. I'll just <laughs> I'll tread water for, for the 20th consecutive week. <laughs> All right, Paul Casey. I'm yeah. not, not going to use Casey again. <laughs> If he finishes third, I'll at least move up a little bit. Just keep flowing water, and then I gotta. There's a couple events down the pipe that I think I have the winner to. No, so I'll be patient again. I think we have like ten events left, so I need, I, I, need, I can still, I can still jump up there.
0: I need Tommy to send us for our our one. Who the fuck I've used and who I haven't used?
1: I think you you're up to fourth place. Yeah, yeah but I need to. Who I fucking have and who I don't have. Well that one you, you used ROM last week, so congratulations. So there you go. Victory. You, you uh, leapfrogged me after another three hundred thousand dollar performance that does nothing in the pool. That's
0: right. That's right. If you ain't first, you last. The, exactly. Uh, apparently yeah, if I,
1: you're seventh every week, you're last.
0: I fucking uh I've missed four
1: tournaments in the Mayo Cup. <laughs> <It's> fucking disgusting. <laughs> and you're beating me. <laughs> I have 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 six-figure finishes. Is that and good? I'm, it's pretty good, but I'm saying like 1,400th in the standings. I'm 13. I know, because you got How? one win do and know? dog shit the rest of the time.
0: How do you know? Can, can you find my name on it? I, I can
1: go searching for you.
0: That's funny. Stalker, all right. the This is ridiculous now. Let's get to the this. Way. Is completely off the rails. Shocking. The week after Major, made we're a little punchy. No way, yeah. We are.
1: <laughs> all right, where you want to start? You want to start with top 10 props? You got a yeah,
0: yeah. That's fine. I actually got uh, I got three, and I need yeah, you to tell three. me if I should put my fourth. So I got okay. Casey at plus 145, Keegs, that's smart bet, plus 400, Bubba at plus 350. I was thinking about Grio, at plus
1: plus six hundred. I don't hate that. I mean that? I, I, I went a little lower in the top twenty with Grio, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um can I can I am I in the the nest here? Yeah. Like, of course. This is a safe tree, huh? Safety. I can, I c I kinda don't like Bubba this week. I like Bubba too. I, I don't. You don't? I don't. I think mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he's the same player anymore. We've done that a couple times, yeah, yeah. But I, and maybe the, I've been burned a couple times of like, this is the Bubba track, like you just take him. Yeah. Like at Riv earlier this year, I think at Tory too, and like it just hasn't gone well. I know he made a little bit of noise at, at Tory, but he kind of sucked on the weekend. Yeah, I, but I, yeah. I, I, the fact I, that I he think, made the cut is insane. I think that might burn some people this week. Okay,
0: well, I'll
1: we'll be see. one of them. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I only one. I actually didn't really like a lot of the top 10 odds this week. I, I noticed the week after a major, all these positional odds are pretty short. Yeah. I can't believe he's going to be relevant. I, I'm a plus 175 for a top 10. I like so, that. Yeah. So that's the only one, though. I, I considered Siwoo for a top 10. I considered Ricky for a top 10. I am dropping down to top 20s for those guys at, you like, do. plus 250. Yep. So, yeah. Alright. Actually, but actually, I, did have a, I do have a lot of top 20s, though. Okay, well, I only, have, I only have four. You can go first. All right, so I have Siwoo, like
0: you. Uh, Ricky, like you. Oh, I, oh, I got, got Ches Reedy. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Interesting. Oh, man,
1: Doug Kim, just because he's your guy. He's not my guy this week. He's your guy this week. Apparently. All right, so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, I, I, instead of doing the top 10 on Siwoo, I did a top 20 on Siwoo. So, that um, Ricky Fowler top twenty, Grillo, top twenty, Doc Redmond they got plus three hundred okay. for a top twenty like that. I like, that I like that one too. I, I think that. this might be. I, I like I said. I think this is a Kevin Na week. I got plus plus three twenty five for a top twenty. When was the Aaron, last time you? When was the last time you won? Kevin Na he won yeah. the Sony. Yeah,
0: so how long year? ago was that? Oh, it was this year. Okay, no, yeah, it was January. Dude, listen, I can't remember what the stupid crossover year shit. I don't know.
1: I'm not asking him to win. I'm asking him to just finish like six. No, no, but I was thinking he hasn't won. Has he not won this year yet? Maybe I can just throw it down a little. Like he's right. five times the last like three years. He's yeah, been killing it kind of. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, like I, I was high on Aaron Wise. Um, you know, he's been playing really well lately. I think he played well at Qual Howell. He's been playing well pretty much ever since like the Honda Classic. So top 20 on him, plus 350. One guy I forgot to mention in the DFS portion, Lance griffin has been pretty good here, and he actually played pretty well at Tory last week. He had one, I think Sunday kind of got away from him, but he rallied back to make the cut on Friday, played pretty well on Saturday, because I would know, because I had Patrick Cantlay, minus 140 against him, and that didn't work out very well. So uh, I think Lance to continue the uh, momentum here. He goes plus 400. And then uh, Chez Reby, like, I mean, the problem with Chez, like, for the past, like, I don't know, year or so. The putter's been so bad. But he's been striking about really well TD Green lately. Then he finished, what, like top 20 at, I think, Memorial. And then he played well at the U.S. Open. Chez won here before. Like, this is his type of track. So, I got plus 500 for a top 20 with Chez Revy. That's the... Uh, that'll close that out, so. I like it. All right. How about matchups? What do you got? Oh we yeah, got, so... <sighs> Well,
0: scar tissue <laughs> from, yeah, from, me last, too. from from last last week. So I'm gonna keep it light. Uh, I say that on on a Tuesday. Uh, o- only things that I saw were like what I thought were mispatches. So I got Casey over Scheffler at minus one fifteen. I got Redman at plus money over Homa plus one fifteen, and answer even over Harmon.
1: Okay. All right, I don't hate those. I oh. like it. Uh, so I am also fading Sky Shepherd, but I have Patrick Reed minus 125 against him. Okay. So we're basically on the same page there. Yeah. I, I mentioned earlier, I think DJ is only here because he won last year, and I think Bryson is actually going to come out and prove a point. So I took Bryson minus 120 over DJ.
0: Yeah, I, so, I, so I, wasn't, I, I tried to bet narratives last week, and that did not work out for me, so I stay away from
1: narratives. Okay, well, you know what? I'll go down the dangerous road. Well. Oh and well, probably get burned for it, but you know... Is, it, this, it, is this wacky Wednesday? It's just money. It's just play money that I see on a screen. That's right. That's, it's not real. And then I, I told you guys I had a matchup that unfortunately got no action. I bet CT Pan 115 over Eric Van Royen, but oh, EBR decided nice. uh, he didn't want to play this week and missed the cup by a mile. So, <laughs> I am going... Uh, I got Aaron Wise plus 100 over Cameron Tringali. I think Tringali's bubbles burst, and he's been pretty bad at this golf course. So... Okay. I, I think Ru- Wise is on the ups and Tringali's on the downs. Wise, huh? Yeah, I like him this week. He's been playing well. Look at the recent form. He's played okay at this place. God. I'm not saying you have to do it. I
0: know, but I hate when somebody who I what didn't even think about, like you bring up, and I'm like, well, I didn't even look at him.
1: Like that doesn't well, mean what you have I to, miss? That doesn't mean you have to play him from this yeah, crazy but, brain of mine. Yeah, yeah, but that means I miss something in my brain. I don't, I don't think you miss anything. I think I'm just... i, I have a, Let's put it this way. I have a very soft spot for Aaron Wise, so any excuse I can have to play him, I'm going to. You do not have any obligation to play Aaron Wise stuff. No, no. Okay? I know. I know. But now it's just, just, just like, fuck. Well, now you're going go to blame me on Friday when he's plus six and he missed the cut.
0: I'm going to blame you for anything. I blamed you for fucking Chris Kirk. Something like that, like two weeks ago. We didn't talk about for it for so, a week. You
1: blame me for something on Thursday, and I, I put you in your place. I forget what it
0: was. <laughs> no, I was just doing it to troll you, because I do it all the time. It fucking I was makes so, me laugh. I'm
1: so mad. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh, it was Ryan Palmer.
0: Oh, Palmer. That was
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> And you said, well, I've you know, some earworms told me by Ryan Palmer. And all we said was it was really disrespectful to compare Ryan Palmer to Wyndham Clark.
0: Was it? They both ended up in yes, the same fucking spot. They both no, missed the cup, but Ryan yeah. Palmer
1: is number 35 player in the world. Wyndham Clark hasn't done dick. Yeah, yeah. That's Ryan... very disrespectful. But they both were bad, so it didn't matter.
0: <laughs> exactly. Just another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they both made $0 at the
1: U.S. Open. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right, all,
0: right. Out, <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here with the outrights. All
1: right. So I've... I wasn't planning on betting Patrick Reed, but I was on a book that hung a twenty-five to one on him. I had to take that. Okay. Like I didn't even like him all that much, but like, like you had Paul Casey ahead of him, you had Scotty Scheffler ahead of him on the odds boards. Like even Patrick Cantlay, who I don't feel like has as much win equity as Patrick Reed. Like, wow, what are we doing here?
0: Maybe so Patrick Reed will get COVID and then Cantlay like can scoop up another fake victory.
1: Don't say that, dude. <laughs> all right, so that's Super- Reed twenty-five to one. I jumped on an answer 30 to one on Monday, but he got steamed to the moon. I think his number is like 25 now, so I wouldn't recommend betting that anymore. Um, But so there I'm interested in a Brian Harmon, but he's 28 to right now. But the thing you can do right now is he has a PMT time. That number is going to go up past 30 based on what happens in the morning. You can wait, maybe see how things go first. I might see how my other outrights are going. Like, cause a lot of guys I bet are actually in the morning right now. Might see how that goes first. If the numbers creep to like 33, 34, 35, I might jump on it. And things are looking kind of bleak with some other stuff. So I like I like him a lot this week, but you don't have to bet right now, you can wait. Um Joaquin Neiman, I got a forty. I think he's gonna win again at some point. He's just he's such a good ball He's been good here. Charlie Hoffman, this is put up or shut up week for him. So I got my forty five to one. Okay. Oh. And I found an 81 on Molinari. I think that's good value for a guy with his ceiling who I think might be back. I yeah. know. You don't like that. That's fine. I'm going down Molinari road. It's fine. That's
0: fine. Listen, I love Molinari other than the fact that he cost me a fucking a, a couple, a comma and, uh, and a digit on the Masters <laughs> when, t- when Tiger snatched his soul. Uh,
1: it's all forgiven. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm still up with Molinari because I cash big at Bay Hill with him. Yeah. So.
0: It's it's sir. It's not about the money you won. It's about the money that you should have won. That's how this works. It's not about the money you make.
1: It's the money that's left on the table. Well, he's still good in my book. It's okay. It's
0: fine. Whatever. And he looks All like right. uh, he looks like the cartoon character, Pink Panther detective. <laughs> Just like that motherfucker. Tell me I'm wrong. All look right. at, look <laughs> at you laughing. Look at you laughing. You know I'm right. <laughs> Just like him. You're right. <laughs> All right.
1: What are your outrights? Let's out. <laughs> All
0: right. So, uh, so I told you I got uh, Ricky. <laughs> because the odds
1: opened and I was like, I believe hold, he's back. Hold, uh, we're stopping the show. <laughs> what would Boston Capper from a month ago be saying to you right now? Because I think we had this exact same conversation at some tournament where yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he was back and he, wasn't. It was he wasn't. That number was like
0: seventy-five. Right. right. But it, the last two tournaments, he's looked okay. He looked okay. He came on the Phil's tutelage and uh, you know. Let's uh, let's go sixty-six to one, Ricky. Whatever, man. I'll take it. Weaker field, like trying to get ready for the open. Like,
1: come on. I'm, I'm disgusted at you. But okay. You should be. You should be. You should be. I, I don't. I don't like the way you're looking at me. I feel disgusted. You're, you're such a Benedict Arnold to your own instincts.
0: But no. But my first instinct was I saw sixty-six to one. You did all right the last two tournaments. This is like redemption story fucking year. Like. All right, just suck it
1: up man. it like maybe I'm wrong. Like whatever. You know, you know when the last time you talked about something like this? No it was Tommy Fleetwood, the players. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how this goes for you. It's gross. All right, Fleet, Fleetwood
0: Fleetwood's a different animal. Um Is, I got, he? is he? Yeah. Yeah, that he is. is. G- Fleetwood right. Fleet Yes. All right. We're not getting into this. All right. Uh okay. so obviously Keegan forty to one, um, I got Bubba at fifty to one on Monday as well. I got Ches Reedy at one twenty five to one, and Guido at eighty to one. But I wanted you to talk talk me into Answer. I, it's only twenty five to one though. Should I bet it?
1: Listen, I I think Answer is another one of these types of cookie cutter short knockers who tends to do well here. Like guys who hit their mid irons pretty. I good. love like, I love Answer. Like he's in the same. Vein is like a Russell Knox. He's in the same vein as like a Kevin Streelman when he won. He's in the same vein as I don't know. I forgot, I forgot a couple other guys who've won here. So yeah, listen. Like the guy peppers fairways. He hits hit the ball really good from between one twenty five and one seventy five. He didn't get lights out with the putter. He's played well here. He's played well in comp courses. So yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Like I mean, it's pretty popular this week. If you want to bet it, it's fine. I'm on it too. So if you want to join me, go for it. I just I don't love the steam that he's been getting. Uh, this week. I thought it was going to be a little less, considering how bad he looked at Torrey Pines, and how bad he looked over in Europe, too. So it's, I think it's like, it's, for him and Hoffman, it's put-up-or-shut-up week. That's two bad tournaments in a row for both of them to really get hot streaks, so this is kind of my last stand with both of them.
0: All right.
1: I'll tell you the answer, not Hoffman. I don't believe in Hoffman. Okay. That's fine.
0: All right, cool. All right, Anything else? I think that's it alright man well listen you know where to find us Uh, go read all of Steve's articles over at sportsgamingpodcast.com you can find me on Twitter Boston underscore capper Uh, and uh, at the bottom of Steve's pages come click and join the fucking slack channel that's where we do most of our talking and uh, laying down disgusting bets all weekend (laughs) first round leaders random shit kicking around we got fat boy food channels we got all the channels you need man Uh, so come follow us other than that let's go break them books again boys